calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Hi, I'm Alexis Ohanian. You may know me as one of the co-founders of Reddit, but more recently, a large part of my identity is being a father to my wonderful daughters. In my podcast, Business Dad, I hope to open the conversation about working parents a bit. You'll get to hear from a wide range of business dads, from Rain Wilson and Guy Raz to Todd Carmichael and Shane Battier, to find out how they balance being a dad with a successful career. Business Dad is available now, so be sure to listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. up it's malls it's please advise episode 24 the christmas special jingle jingle mama motherfuckers (laughs) 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 i thought i'd try something new this week you guys we have ryan o'connell and lara shane hall two sisters two Two sisters sisters. (laughs) (laughs) welcome back to the pod you guys you were two of our favorite guests this year and we just want to you know, celebrate Christmas with y'all. It's ringing the holiday season the right way. I'm mm-hmm. ready if you're ready. We have some cool calls today. Looking we have to some it. stuff, but why don't you let me know what's new with you? Okay, real quick. Okay. We're going to get uh, into all these other people's what? problems, their <laughs> drama. Okay. Hun, going off script? Wait, wait. We're going off script. <laughs> Jane, cut. <laughs> but... Um, <laughs> Lara, you have a new podcast. I have a new podcast that, thanks to you, I got super inspired and started a podcast called Pumped that's all about Vanderpump rules. Well, I am the only person with a podcast, you know, so I appreciate (laughs) that very much. I was like, what is this new thing, podcast? No, it's so great what you're doing over at Pump Podcast. I LOL every fucking week. So hard. And it takes, okay, so. The episode airs Monday. They post on Saturday, which is great because I don't have a Saturday pod. But, like, it, I need to talk about Vanderpump Rules 24-7. Like, I cannot satiate that need enough. It fills that void because, like, I – yeah, like, because every episode I saw, like, I'm like, okay, well, we need to, like, take a four-day retreat and, like, talk about what happened, like, mm-hmm. in the woods and just, like, hash it out, repack it and all that stuff. And now I feel like I can finally just do that. I rewatch all the time to make sure I understand. Like you don't understand yeah, you you the dialogues that were so happening. You miss the little things, so much nuances. Shit. Yeah, so because you're still in a black 
blackout from the last dark moment. And like, so you can't see the other dark moment that's coming at you. Yeah, mm. no. Mm-hmm. So it's important to have a space for Vanderpump Rules enthusiasts to like all come together. I also feel like it's a secret addiction, like what we have, like loving Vanderpump Absolutely. Rules. Like it's something I can't really say in this company. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not ready to come out as a Vanderpump like survivor. You know what I mean? No, exactly. So I yeah, because in, in 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 at my work, like if I mention Vanderpump Rules, it's like like it's like we can't talk about that. They don't yeah. like it. They don't watch it. They're like it's too dark, and I'm like, well, they're missing. It out. is I mean, really I dark, it is, but it is I don't really know. Dark. My life feels out of control a lot of the time, <laughs> and I like to defer to other people and their situations to really just like soothe myself. Like, it's like what myself. not to do. They get know? me back on track. Yeah, because you're like. <laughs> I'm like, you could go this way or No, I'm like, every time I'm just like, I, there's no more reasons to live, like, mm-hmm. t- time to, like, buy a bullet and rent a gun. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, let's, let's turn on Vanderbilt rules. That's and then they save me. the hills a little bit, too. It is oh, like that. But the hills, like, they were, like, too chic to be crazy and messy. Like, Vanderbilt rules no. let's it all hang out. Like, I'm literally, like, Cisco Adler balls, like, whacking me in the face, mm-hmm. like, from the TV. And I appreciate their willingness to go there. Yeah. Don't you think, though, that Heidi Monti kind of went there in terms of just, like, white trash yes. mixed up in a weird yes. situation? But it, was, but it was through a sheen. It was through a right. pop sheen. But she know. was ahead of her time. She was. That no. weird Heidi fight with Spencer. Jordan. She like was. When, she, when her boyfriend and her would, like, go crash Lauren's, like, first jobs at Teen Vogue. <laughs> and, like, they'd fight and, like, cry. And, like, thinking about being an age where it's, like, a pr- whatsoever socially acceptable to be in a fight where, like, the at girl work. winds up crying. But at mm. work, too. Being oh, like, dropping by someone's work, being like, we need to talk. It's like, I'm working. I don't care. <laughs> I'm like, okay, cool. <laughs> that was it. They didn't care. No, they didn't care. Everything. Yeah. Well, because they didn't real drop. Mm. Not to get off Vanderpump, but. Like, Lauren was, like, steam steaming her headband. We talk and, about and the hills, Vogue. so, mm. and Laguna Beach all yeah. the time on this show. All the time. Because a, the life lessons influence. for everything from that. Mm-hmm. It influenced a generation. I talk about them in my book. I talk about the hills in my book. Oh, good. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm excited for your book. It's coming out in 2015. Yeah, June 2nd. I'm special. June 2nd. I got the mm-hmm. date. Mm-hmm. Fuck yeah. Yeah, I got the first proofs yesterday. So that's fun. So buy it. <laughs> okay, well, we'll tell everyone what it's called. I'm special. What's the subtitle? Uh, and otherwise, people tell themselves to get through their 20s, which I didn't like that. Ever. <laughs> I just like I'm special. Anyway, um, yeah, it's called I'm special. It's called I'm special. Like yeah. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. That's I'm, what, I'm really sorry. Like, that's what everyone. That's what it's called. Let's call a spade a spade. You know what I mean? It's like Ryan, that was crazy. Speaking of wiling out, it's like nothing. It's like let's be let's be honest with ourselves. It's I'm special. It's like nothing else. You know what I mean? Um. So yeah. Oh my god. Sorry. Like anyways, we're pulling it. <laughs> They're like, thank you, you ungrateful like, shit. June 2nd? Well, more like June never. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me on the 12th of never. That proof in the binder is all you got. I know, seriously. <laughs> like, well, have fun laminating that at Kinko's, hun. <laughs> You're like, anyone who pre-orders, I'll photocopy and send you a binder of I'm Special I by know. Ryan O'Connor. Oh my god. <laughs> Anyways. No, but, um, yeah. Will you okay. autograph my copy of your book? Yeah. Yay. Whatever. I sent you a copy like a year ago and you're like, anyways, <laughs> let's burn it in the trash. Oh, no, you didn't send she me a copy. Yeah, you did. Copy. I sent you a copy. A you have never copy? had a copy to send. Well, I didn't have like a physical copy, but I sent, oh, I sent Molly the manuscript. You did send me a manuscript. And she was I like, thought. what's this? Anyways, delete. <laughs> no. <stop. laughs> 
<laughs> She's I like, was, ah! I was moving. People just want to read it. Like, I know, I know. I'm yeah. the same way. It's so true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I totally agree. Good point. You're totally right. Stop. Anyways. I hi. support you. Oh, my God. I'm going to kill myself. Ghost of Christmas past. <laughs> Honey. Oh, my God. Drama. Speaking Anyways. of the fucking Ghost of Christmas past, I'm going to save this for my free advice at the end, but oof. That Pretty Little Liars Christmas special did me wrong. That show's still on. Fuck off. <laughs> yeah, it's my life. Are they pretty anymore? Are they oh. Uh, or are they just little liars? And they're just little. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, actually, X out pretty. I'm just little liars. <laughs> okay. Honey. Haggy little liars. Oh, yeah. Trolly little yeah. trolls. Yeah, like over the hill little liars. Literally, like crypt keeper. Not little that lives. little anymore, hon. Thirty yeah. something. Medium. I thought they were like Manudo. They got phased out. I thought they just got phased out. I'm sorry, like Lucy Hill I next. I didn't know that. that you know that no, I, I didn't know that it was happening. Still either. Anyways, yeah. <laughs> well, it sucked. So I'll talk about that more. In my free advice, let's Molly just has a Nielsen calls. sound scan in her house to make sure she's recorded to have watched it. I know. <laughs> she's like readjusting the antenna, being like, Do you get this, Nielsen? It's me, Molly, <laughs> watching Blank Little Liars. She has like 40 bot Twitter accounts that yeah. just tweet hashtags from the show she's to like, like, keep it trending. She's like, Nielsen, don't you think for a second you're taking this away from me? Adjust the antenna. <laughs> Oh my god! Actually, I can't be a Nielsen family because I worked for a major network. So oh, really? oh. I can't be a Nielsen family. And scene. Yeah. Oh, love that for you, honey. Yeah, thanks. Okay. My writer's guild insurance might run out soon. No, I'm just <laughs> All right, All right, let's take our call. Hey, Mold. It's Jackson. Um, I'm calling to say welcome back from your hiatus, and that I miss hearing your voice. I'm please advise. Um, I'm excited to know that you're recording again. I love you. I'm obsessed with you. Shout out to Christina and Chrissy, who I have grown to have, like, the fattest straight crush I've ever had. Um, I'm too excited for more episodes. And, yeah, I, like, I love you guys. Um, here's a fun update on my life. I stopped hooking up with my friend's exes, which is, like, yay me. But I think you knew that already. Um, I've started to become, like, a little bit hyper-social so that I could meet more people. Uh, and I ended up meeting this really cute skater guy from Brooklyn. His name is Matt. Uh, that's his real name. Who, <laughs> who I also... I also have, like, a really, really big crush on him. Um, I even showed Chrissy some pics of him because he's just so hot. Um, but, of course, there are some issues to liking him, which is that he's from Brooklyn, and as you know, I'm from the LA area, and surprise, he's straight. So my problem, okay, like let's get on track. So the problem isn't Matt. He's great. I love him. I enjoy talking with him. He's a good person. He's like a great friend. Um, but the problem is that I have like a bad pattern of liking straight guys, uh, despite all of like the Tinder and the OkCupid and like the big social circle that I have here in LA. I don't know how to be gay in L.A. I don't know how to, like, date in L.A., I guess. Um, that could be because I'm really picky. I don't really know. Anyway, so what are some tips for me to meet some people despite having a pretty busy work schedule? And where do I meet these quality gentlemen? Um, yeah. 
I mean, uh, whatever. Yeah, that's the problem. Anyway, <laughs> you're great. I miss you. Uh, I light your, your smell my nuts candle sometimes when I think of you. So, anyway, I hope you have a good episode, and I'll talk to you later. Bye. Hello? Hey, Jackson BB. What's going on? Hey, girl. I'm here What's with up? Ryan I... and Lara. Hi. Hey, hi. guys. Hi. Hi. Oh, hi. Oh, sorry. <laughs> wrong hole. <laughs> Ryan was talking into the wrong mic. Silly Ryan. Oh, my God. Hun. So, we loved your update. Oh, do you like it? Obsessed like, with I, like, it. Felt... What's that? I'm obsessed with it. Oh, thanks, girl. Yeah, it's hard. I mean, like, I know there's a lot of, um, like, there's a lot of articles on the internet. It's like, oh, it's so hard to, like, find someone in L.A. because L.A. is so, like, sprawled and, like, wide. And, you know, like, you just have to try. And out of all the, like, out of, like, a, a bunch of cities, we just have so much access to so many people. But to, like, run into them or, like, to meet them on any dating website or in person is impossible. It's, like, so hard, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Ryan, what do you think about that? I mean, well, I can't really speak to the gay community, man. I mean, I feel you mind, body, and spirit. And I mm-hmm. I was once there in queer where you are in terms of, like, finding a gay tribe. And I also, when I was younger, made the mistake of, like, falling for straight guys and blah, blah, blah. Because they were, like, a fun challenge, oh blah, blah, blah. Yeah, but, I mean, here's the thing, though. That was, like, a reflection of me just honestly... Even though I was, like, out and proud, loving life, sucking dicks, I clearly, like, wasn't fully, like, loving myself truly, madly, deeply. You know what I mean? Uh And and I think that a lot of, like, me going after straight guys and not finding gay friends was a little bit of my own, like, internalized homophobia. And, like, like, in retrospect, I think it was. It was just me not fully, fully being comfortable with who I was. And... I mean, first of all, I totally get the falling for straight guys, but you got to cut that out, Stephanie Tanner style, okay? Because like, oh, no, wait, is that? I mean, honey, go to like, like go, go to a gay bar. Abby. Yeah, no, to, Abby, they're no, straight no, no, guys. No, no. I'm sorry. Okay, sorry. Was, that was like the first suggestion. Okay. Go to like here. <laughs> go. That was just like the dip your toe in the water. Oh, that is a dip. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's like a dip. But then it's like go to Fubar, go mm, to Akbar. Akbar. Go to oh, the eagle. Sure. Like mm-hmm. grab your grab like one gay friend that you have, and like just do uh-huh. a tour of like all the fun gay places to go. Yeah, and oh, you will I meet... love, like I love I, I love like a Mickey's moment. Like I think that's like a lot of fun. But then you're like Ryan's totally right. There's a part of me where I'm just like, oh fuck, you know what? I really need that extra shot to just kind of like feel like mad free about it. Mm-hmm. Um, no, totally. Wait, yeah. where's where's Mickey's again? Mickey's is like um, in Santa Monica and like Robertson. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It's super. Um, it's like HJ's oh, on the dance. Place, it's HJ's yeah, on the dance. Yeah. I mean, honey, listen. It's too full on. I would need an extra shot to feel I mean, fun, flirty. I would need to be Mickey's. unconscious. I would need to be carried in like Weekend at Bernie style. You need like an Akbar. <laughs> you need like an Akbar moment. Yeah. That's like a really soothing place to go. Fun, flirty, fabric. People there are super friendly and hot. I feel like you got like punched by a drag queen at Mickey's. You probably did. You probably did. I feel like something really that bad happened. Me. You got like donkey. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> that dra- honey, start bringing up our personal history on the podcast. Uh-uh. That drag queen, <laughs> spoiler, was me. <laughs> well, I don't remember. Like, I, last time I was at Mickey's, there's there are these like really buff guys. Obviously, they're like go-go dancers, but they're just super buff, and they're like all in like super sexy underwear. I'm like, oh my god, this is a lot of fun. I was like, oh my god, that's right, I'm gay. I forgot. Right. And I'm like... <laughs> do you, okay, wait, do you have like, a lot of gay guy friends? 
I probably have two. Okay. No, honey, I was there when I moved to L.A. because I never found a gay tribe in New York, and that really hurt me, honestly. Like, I was always like, when the fuck is my gay tribe gonna go, gonna come? And I think I, I, a lot of my hangups about being gay, I was blaming it more on the culture and just being like, well, everyone here sucks, like, the gay guys are the worst, blah, blah, blah. And then when I moved to L.A., I was very fortunate to kind of find people that were just like me. And then that was sort of just like a domino effect, and it really helped me embrace being gay even more. It's really important to have a group of gays. It really is, because like we're like we're like family. Because when these girl, when our girlfriends start dropping like flies to things like marriage and kids. Oh my god, it's so real. So real. No, honey, like gone, baby, gone. Like seriously, you're on borrowed time. Like sand through the hourglass. <laughs> like, honey, these are not the days of our lives. <laughs> so you know, so it's like it's really important to kind of to to find gay men because usually we are on the same timeline, and um, and I think that will just help with accept self acceptance and. Believe me, if you have a bunch of gays surrounding you, they're going to be like, you are not hooking up with any straight guys. Because you'll be so busy with actual gay guys that you won't even, like, miss it, you know? That's so real. So you're saying, like, the best thing to do right now is to, like, uh, obviously, like, not straight up crush on, like, straight guys, but also to, like, find gay guys. Like, find people I can identify with. Gay yes. Guys I would even recommend, I can... Jackson, I know you live outside of the city. And I think that uh -huh. you might need to come more towards Los Angeles proper. Where do you live, honey? I live in Torrance. Okay, yeah. Well, you should you should come closer. Come closer to God. Okay. <laughs> You'll just be out more and be more social when you're when you go out. Ooh, she should move to Atwater. There's a lot of gays That'd in Atwater. That'd be chic. I know. I do oh, love, I love, I love, I love That's a good idea. Mm -hmm. And just like. I think the important thing, too, is just, like, to find, like, obviously nights out at Mickey's and, like, really intense gay bars are lots of fun, but also it can just be too much. Oh, sometimes. it's too much. It is too much. Especially if you're, like, again, if you're dipping your toes in the water, you need something mellow yellow. And, yeah, Mickey's is not like, the first course. A lot of stuff off of Santa Monica Boulevard <laughs> is just going to be, like, go-go dancers and, like, HJs on the dance floor and, like... <laughs> <laughs> me, me and Laura live together in West Hollywood. I love the HJ on the dance floor oh just God. as much as the next. That's yeah. like a once a month. Yeah, it, once yeah, once, once a month, once every mm, two months. Once a holiday yeah, season. Yeah, once a holiday season. Yeah. Like, me and Laura live in West Hollywood, and I don't go out in West Hollywood at all in the gay bars. I think I can count on one hand how many times I've been to a gay bar in West Hollywood, because it's just not my journey. And I uh -huh. really, I do get overwhelmed by that slice of gay life because it just doesn't it doesn't feel comfortable to me it's very just it's just not who I am it's just not like whatever so places like Akbar right. places more on the east side I was side, gonna say are I more chill do an Akbar mm -hmm. moment I love Akbar yeah you I do I miss MJ's too. Like, oh I know I miss MJ's yeah um but I love I love Akbar yeah actually you know what okay. I don't love Akbar <gasps> but I don't mind it yeah wait, we've never, we, we've, well Laura doesn't go to Akbar it's that living room area that shakes me yeah well, someone hurt, like, Lara got hurt there one time, I and mean, she just, like, they, they did the her The gays, like, shaded me. They when shaded living her. off your settlement. Yeah. They, they <laughs> shaded me so hard up and down the whole night, and I was like, never again. And it's so fucked up, because if you're, like, a gay with assault, you'll never shade they Lara. They shaded you? They, they shaded, shaded her. Me. It, to be fair, it was like Memorial Day weekend. They were all really Fucked drunk. Up. So like, Insane. a girl went to like throw her drink on a gay, and he dodged, and it just like went on me. Oh my god! That's like they, also, they also, and then they were like shoving scenario. me around. And then finally, I was like, okay, I'm not, I can't do this anymore. Like I'm leaving. I was like, Ryan, I'm Ubering, and like I'll see you later. And I was walking out with every intention of like trying again once the holidays like 
mm. of Memorial Day had like died down. And as I was walking out, this drunk gay guy grabs my army jacket and he was like, what is this like pleather? And I was like, no. what? Yeah, and I was like, no, it is not. And then it, I was just like, I will never come back here again. Yeah. And honestly, if I could take back that night, I would because Laura, like, not going to Akbar hurts me so deeply because, like, it's my mainstay. In fact, I heard a rumor at Akbar recently that Laura was coming and I literally turned around in Uber. <laughs> I was in Uber home. I heard rumblings that Laura was entering the premises of Akbar and turned around ASAP only to find that she was never going to go to Akbar. Uh, the only time I enter is if I have a grand, if I have, like, a re-entrance party thrown yeah. in my honor where they like full blown open bar me back to Akbar where they're like welcome back and like then they they do a whole thing they didn't know what they lost that night no they didn't know so Jackson I hope that helps we need to go eat some pizza do your in and out I love you Jackson jealous of you Namaste, too, girl. Namaste and Namaste yeah what's that Namaste and Namaste Namagay, Namagay. <laughs> so Ryan, I'm such a huge fan, and Laura, I'm obsessed with your podcast, girl. Oh, my uh, God, thank you. It's so good. It's so good. It's a lot of fun. Laura and I are a gay power couple. <laughs> <laughs> Cohabitating. It's true. A gay I, I saw your guys' Instagram of like meeting Vanderpump Wool's cast, and I was like, what the fuck? Like, that's so oh, cool. That's <laughs> this week's episode we're, coming out soon. We're Tom living Ariana. life in the fast lane. Molly met him too. I know. Wags loves much. Tom Sandoval. I know. Wags like legitimately might go live with Tom Sandoval. I don't know. He was like, oh, I actually, he's my favorite. Like, I know that. Um, you would live with him too. Honey, favorite, you would. Right? He's a borderline straight gay. Of course, of course he's your favorite. Yeah, of course he's your favorite. You want to fuck him. Okay, but I will say. I, I mean, Tom's like, just in case you guys didn't pick up, I wanted to, like, let you guys know. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't surprise us. But his energy, actually, I found straight. myself after the fact. He's straight. Very straight. But Very after straight. he left, the whole next day, I was like, oh, my God, like, I'm so attracted to Tom Sandoval. I did not have that same reaction. I kind of went the opposite direction. Oh my god, the legging song I think touched my vagina forever. Oh my god, in a bad way. Yeah, like, yeah, like, do not do CPR. Do not bring back to life. Yeah, do not resuscitate. Honey, he has like a smoldering. You guys. Oh, you like are like love the sand of all. I was like clutching Molly because he was saying such like cray cray things, and I was like lolling inside and a little bit on the out. I just spent the next day depressed that I like couldn't hang out with him and Ariana twenty four seven. I liked I Ariana. I described them as people that you would like. They're kind of like you, but they're not. Uh huh. I agree. <laughs> like, That's actually really like the well, collective you. Like there was like, no, they were like people we would hang out with, but they're not. Not Tom. Ariana, yes. Not Tom. Yeah. Tom would not orbit. Really not Tom? I totally saw him, like, that picture with him, like, manhandling Wags, and I was like, oh my god, Wags, like, like it. Like, <laughs> Wags is, like, into this, like, aggressive, weird man petting him. I love Ariana. No, Wags, like, literally started out the night like a little sweetie pie, and then he turned a dark corner and <laughs> became the devil. Cujo. And then, and he, then he was going the to only the way that he like would be soothed is if he was snuggled up he next to Sandoval's thigh. He pissed on a rug <gasps> in my room. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I thought someone had spilled a cocktail. I thought someone had spilled a cocktail, and I was like, Where did you send it out? 
No, I need to figure out what the deal is. Is it like ruined forever? <laughs> I'll send. I'll have it clean for you. Let's say, as long as it's not wall to wall carpeting. Let's no. do it. <laughs> Sandoval's the suit, the wag soother. Um. Yeah, he is. All right, Jackson. I want pizza. I'll talk to you later. <laughs> bye, Jackson. All right, girl. Love bye, you guys. Thanks for the advice. Yeah. Love and light. All right, that was Jackson. Thanks so much for calling, dude. Next call. Hi, Mom. My name is Mary, um, and I'm calling because we need some advice. I am flying to Baltimore um, this Christmas to meet my boyfriend's parents, and I think this is it. Um, he's the best, and um, I want to get them sort of a hostess Christmas gift um, for letting me come stay there um, and for not hating me. Um, and I really don't know what to bring. You know, I was like thinking of baking some cookies, um, but his dad isn't really sweet. Um, so I am open to some advice. Oh, and it needs to be something that kind of travels pretty well. Um, I prefer to take it in my carry-on since I have a connection and God knows what might happen to my luggage. I'd like to be able to show up, um, with something soft for them. I would really appreciate your insight. Um, yeah. Thanks so much. Bye. Oh, my God, Mary, you're like me last year because, like, I was so in love. I still am so in love. <laughs> and um, But, like, last year I had met Derek's family and we I flew back to Baltimore. Like, so been there, sister. And um, I brought his parents a gift and uh, his brother and sister-in-law, too. I don't know if you have extended people that you might want to give a nice little token to. But um, – my boyfriend's parents don't drink and Ooh. they don't yeah, they don't drink. I was going to say they don't smoke, but like that is yeah. So they don't drink. So like liquor was off the table, but I did bring his brother and sister-in-law a bottle of Vuv, which went over huge because people see that orange label, the pants like drop. Really fancy. They love people it. really like, like a Coppola, Vuv. Marie Twinette over here. Lucky lucky me cake fancy pants. Oh like, my god. Jesus. <laughs> Oh my God, Miss Fancy over You're here. Like, yeah. like, I'm a rich. Yeah, like, okay, Versailles. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I thought we were in Baltimore. Is this Versailles? Girl, I'm <laughs> <done>. <laughs> like, literally. Stop. Oh I'm going to kill myself. You're amazing. I love you for that. Oh, you're so right. <laughs> but I'm literally going to die if you keep going. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> um, but I also brought, um, you know, a Velespa candle went over in that house. Like you would think that I fuck. Spa? I don't know. Velespa? <laughs> we call it Velespa? I think it's Volus Spa. I've never heard anyone say it. It's Volus Spa. I think it's Volus Spa. Who says it to you out loud? I, I say it to myself. We say it to each other. I mean, I would never buy one for myself. It's very like low rent. Oh, Ryan is rent? like you say yeah. like volume spot candle him he's like I know I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm like okay is that for like the people in the trash cans Laguna's my <laughs> shit that smell Laguna is so good it's everything I was gonna me. say bring a candle yeah like that's the obvious but like bring, a like, diptyque candle a diptyque candle oh. like not volume spot okay like, diptyque well, has beautiful Mary came in candles. on the baking some cookies level so I'm gonna go ahead and say a $50 fig scented candle might not be the move for a young Mary 
God that's knows, true. you know, to be honest, a Yankee candle would probably <gasps> Oh, no, come on, yeah, Molly. Molly. Come yeah. on, Molly, are you trying to troll me? I mean, like, you know how much that hurts no, me. No. You know how much shot, that hurts get me. Get the Chateau Marmont candle. Oh, It's $35, actually, and it smells so delish. good. OMG. It's I called, like, Mandarin. I steal from parties when I go to parties. No, but the... It's the Mandarin one, tea. Mm-hmm. Wait, what? It's Mandarin I tea. I at the parties I go to. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand. Because they put one in the bathroom. Oh, right. And oh, I just yeah. always steal the bathroom one. Oh, yeah. You actually oh, I remember you so did smart. steal one. Yeah, yeah. that's so smart. Life hack. Um, actually, yeah. <laughs> actually, honey, wait. Mary, hon, where are you from? You need to go to Chateau and just steal a candle from the from the like hallway. Go, Mandarin okay. Tea, but so what's come the to company? LA, have oh, no friends for two to three years. No, just Google. Then. Man- <laughs> and you're like, <laughs> Yeah, spend a lot of time networking until you get an invite to the Chateau Marmont, and then you'll know it's time. <laughs> Merry Walk Christmas in, to go, who? What, wait, what do you do about the candle wax when you steal it? Because it has to, like, solidify. Oh, no, they're usually not burning. I take unburnt ones. Oh, so you just leave an unburnt one in the candle? Yeah, because, yeah. In the bathroom? Yeah. Oh. Because it, it's I like, thought you, like, waited around, like, five minutes in the bathroom for, like the wax to like solidify, so then you could slip it. I'm in not a, a monster. No, I wouldn't take like a burnt candle. <laughs> I you were taking no. like the burning candle. No, I take a brand I new like, one. No. I was like, it's like I haven't done this in like two years. She's not like fire starter by Drew Barrymore. Well, I, mean, I just like, thought I was like, oh, that's like a big sacrifice because you're waiting in that bathroom for five to seven minutes for the wax to thing. I know and you're I soiling come off your that reputation. Dark. I said I would buy a Yankee candle. I know that I've really sullied my. You wouldn't do that my, though. I, you wouldn't actually buy a Yankee. Not not the malls of today but no. malls of many many years ago the kind that yeah okay. I buy a Yankee candle for my mother because I know she likes them moms like that moms love a Yankee candle but this but, but yeah Mandarin tea I don't know the brand it's like acquiesce or something yeah weird. it's like acquiesce acquiesce it's like just google Mandarin, just google Mandarin tea, tea A-Q, A-Q something U-I-E-S-S-E it'll come up it smells so good it's heaven heaven and it's like yeah $30 yeah just get that okay yeah, or you know, just like I just a nice gift basket, something cute you put together. I think is nice. Just a little carrying something. the gift basket yeah, but in I her know, flight in might flight not work. You can assemble it when you get there. I feel like a gift basket's going to take up her whole it's take a lot of two connections. She okay. has to connect in Dallas. Haven't you heard? <laughs> At 2.32 p.m. All right, Mary. Well, I think that we gave you some nice suggestions. Just It should just be something simple that everyone would like if you can – if you put their uh, restrictions or dietary restrictions into play or whatever. I would stay away from, like, bringing a baked good on a plane. I always feel yeah. like you, you wind up bullying people into eating your baked goods or they also, just, like, sit old. on the counter and look weird. It's and, like, old and crumbly. Yeah. Yeah. They're not going to travel the way you want them to travel. Exactly. But if at the very least, just bring a nice card and maybe have your boyfriend pull over when you guys get there and pick up like a poinsettia or like a nice flower. Oh, like that's a really little, nice. Just a little gesture. And, and, give, your, and give, your, the give the dad a lap dance. Cook too. breakfast one morning when you're there. <laughs> like, suck the dad's dick. Suck the dad's dick. Literally when you get there, just be like, give anyways. The dad, yeah. yeah. Like, I need to Christmas talk to morning, you. wake him up with like, a sexy <laughs> secret blowjob. He will he love He will love that. you. Be like, and your boyfriend will be so grateful when yes. your dad's like, I love this girl <laughs> oh so much. I like this one. You need to bring her on more often. Oh, 
yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, You've got yeah. good taste. And then on. you just like give the mom the candle, and everyone will be. And then you do a sexy wink to the dad as you give the candle. You give your dad a foot job and give the dad a foot job under the table during the holiday dinner, and be like, "I already gave you your gift." Wink, wink. The dad's gift is an ongoing gift that lasts the whole weekend. Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> and if you feel comfortable with going all the way, like, intercourse-wise, you should do that, too. But wear a condom. Yeah, because if you really love this guy, you want you want all generations of him inside of you. You're like, wait, I want to know where you come from. I want to know your, I want to know your family history. Uh, 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 uh. You're like, I want to know more. I need to, like, no. Or just, to, like, I don't know where this all began. Let the dad only do anal with you. Yes. Oh, my God. And then if you're, no, listen, if your boyfriend oh finds God. out, if your boyfriend finds out, be like, I did it because I loved you and I wanted to know all of you. Babe, he just went to my back door, not my front door. <laughs> that's, for, that's for you, cutie. <laughs> wink, wink. Um. So do that. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Next call. Hey, Malls and Co., it's Clementine. I called in once before a while ago, and Derek gave you some great advice, which I'm super grateful for. And, again, super grateful to you, Malls, for all that you're about. Mage inspiration. Uh, by the way, it didn't work out with the guy I called in about, but, you know, shit happens. Anyway, um, I'm 26 years old. I live in L.A., and I work in a heavily male-dominated industry. Excuse me. Male-dominated industry of video game advertising. I've always gotten along well with men, and I love them and love hanging out with them. But recently, almost all of my – or no, all of my girlfriends have moved out of state for grad school or in with their boyfriends or whatever. Um, And I still stay in touch with them all on the regular, but I'm really starting to miss having at least one chick I can hang out with locally. And, again, I'm really good friends with all of my coworkers, but they're dudes. We have an active social life, but I can't, like – call them up and invite them over for a too much wine and awful TV night or ask them if this outfit is too slutty for this occasion or, you know, anyway. And I swear to God, I'm not one of those gross bro chicks who, like, burps and farts and thinks she's one of the guys and hates women and stuff. Um, I just really need some advice on how to make some girlfriends without coming off like a total fucking freak. Like, I've thought about asking the girl who does my lashes. I think you might know her. Anyway, I've thought about asking her if she wants to go get coffee, but then I'm like, oh, yeah, it's part of her job to be that nice and awesome. So, uh, anyways, I would love any advice you might have on how to go about starting to make a girlfriend here in L.A. Thanks very much. Bye. Oh, my God. Clementine, baby. What's going on, hon? Oh, oh, no. Clemmy, I was so worried when you first started that call because I was worried it was going to, like, turn into, like, anyways, I just, like, don't get girls. And, like, honestly, they're all jealous of me, so I just love hanging with guys. And, like, blah, 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 blah. Like, I can't help it. But then you didn't. And then you were like, JK, I'm not a girl hater. I, really I think I know your lash girl, and you should totally ask her to hang out because she's the coolest, and she totally will hang out with you if she, it's the person that I'm thinking of. And you should totally. Jackie O Lashes. I'll How give her a shout that? out. The same, how do you have the same lash girl? Because she's my friend in real life and she oh. happens to do eyelashes. Yeah, she's great. She's great. Um, Lara has a different lash person. I have a different <laughs> lash person. Ryan thought that they were the same. But there's a lot of lash people in there's the world. There's a lot of lash people. But I, I like her. I've them. seen Jackie's work and I love it. Yeah, she's fun. Jackie's yeah. fun. Anyways. And so, I know. We're like not even talking about Jackie. <laughs> like, anyways, like, my lashes. I know. Um, 
No, I think the hardest thing about reaching out to other girls is like a fear. I don't know. For some reason, like the fear of girl rejection is almost scarier than the fear of like guy or gay rejection. Right. Um, But I think just overcoming that and any time that you're at like a event or you meet a girl and like, I think it's just important to kind of make that first reach out. Yeah, friend rejection is always hard because like it's literally like if someone someone you're sleeping with or someone that you want to sleep with next to you, you're like, okay, like obviously like what I have is like not what you're into. But friend rejection is like literally like I don't like your personality. Get away from me. You know, so it's always much more personal. I think. But girls are very lucky in that we have a lot of things that we all do like routinely that you just make hanging out a little bit easier. It's just a very social like sexual orientation. Mm-hmm. straight womanhood yeah um, <laughs> I, I agree yeah. so I feel like I you can always just be like hey do you want to go get your nails done like mm-hmm. people always want to go do that you have to do it anyway you might as well just go do it with another person yeah and if you true. fucking hate each other and you don't have to hang out anymore yeah like Laura and I saw beyond the lights together I know that was our oh, that was fr- our first friend yeah. date yeah oh, we went was really fun we went and saw it. it was so good it was great her mom stole her potatoes off her plate and she wasn't allowed to eat them her mom did a power Wait, move in the in the movie beyond oh. the, the main girl oh, like, really Laura's good. mom stole her potatoes <laughs> off her plate no, no whenever she like orders food like her mom sits nearby and then whatever is like a carb <laughs> her mom puts a napkin over her hand and just like removes the carb <laughs> from her plate <laughs> it's like I wish I, I had know. someone to do oh that for me God. God, beyond yeah. the carbs. No, so it was let's really get fun. hashtag oh, potato Jesus. grab trending. We were trying to, <laughs> we were hashtagging that within our own little inside joke moment. See, we already have inside jokes. Yeah, uh-huh. We only went and saw the movie once. Yeah. So there I'm you go. Like, Come oh, inside easy. We're going to hang out more. And like we're, starti- <laughs> we're starting to walk down the yellow brick road of friendship. Uh, I'm very excited. Yeah. That's really cool. We it's have pumped so in common. Mm-hmm. We yeah. love that. Mm-hmm. Ariana and Tom. Yeah. It's so. very exciting. I think it's just like, what? It's just a matter of staying what? in touch with people. I was just lo- looking oh, at my soda. Okay. Oh, sorry. These reindeer ears are getting hot. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> also, I feel like if there's there are like social events or like Facebook pages and stuff that are like inspired ladies and yeah. and like stuff like that where it's like really? you, yeah, where you can just get kind of in a community that's saying like, oh, this is happening this night. Like, come here. Yeah. Tumblr meetups were so real when I first moved to LA and it was totally normal to like go to a Tumblr meetup and like oh, yeah. That's and true. like I met so many people like just through the, like the internet it was so helpful to me. We should do a please advise meetup. Yeah. Oh my god. That's a great <gasps> that would idea. Be a great idea. Chic. Yeah. Okay, we should do one. We should get a representative in like Miami. New York, all the satellite cities. Um, <laughs> Paris, we'll go international, obviously. Yeah, <laughs> Tokyo. Yeah. 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 And, um, Holland. Yeah, so we'll just, like, yeah. get that Wait, going. Wait, that's actually a good idea for L.A., because I feel like you have a lot of L.A. listeners. Yeah, I think so, too. Yeah, yeah. and I think that they would hey, all guys. vibe. Oh, my God, they all, vibes. like, oh, my God, yes, I would love that. Let's get everyone together at the Prince or some th- some place that has, like, cheap ears. Mm-hmm. Everyone just, like, love it. For Christmas, we're giving you the gift of female friendship. Should I just rent out a room at Soho House? <laughs> you should I'll out. rent a room at Soho House. Well, that would be so chic. No, I don't think you're allowed to have host podcast meetups. So. <laughs> uh, Soho's done a lot less That'd for a That'd be a great, like, honey, LOL please. moment Soho's like, where you're like, anyways, I have the room at Soho House. Whoever has a membership, come. <laughs> no. <laughs> like, oh, my God. <laughs> 
like, I can't even go. Uh, I'm no. Like, I'm like, oh, I only have a plus. Just you. It's you and three people. Yeah. Me, Ed, and Derek, <laughs> and Wags. <laughs> I bring a dog. Um, okay. So we hope we answered your question, Clementine. We'll see you at, at the Please Advise Meetup. We'll You've arrange inspired us, hon. Maybe for my 31st birthday, should I have a podcast meetup? I think so. Yeah, um, for sure. Not if you want to live to see your 32nd. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. What a way to bring it in. Yeah, um, like, anyways, so plat. <laughs> um, I'm like crying on the yeah. way home. Like, like, that's I'm not what I thought it was going to be. <laughs> <laughs> They're so weird. Everyone came so weird. You know what you did. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. Next call. Hey, Moles. Uh, and Christina, I have a real dilemma that I thought maybe you guys could help me out with. It's about my sister. Um, she's about seven years younger than me, and she's just amazing. She's a total babe. She's really smart. She's funny. She's got a great job. Um, she doesn't have the best of luck with boys, and I think it's just because she's been concentrating on school, and she did a lot of stuff in high school, and she went in and got her master's, and so she's recently taken to online dating, which is great. She's moved to a new city uh, to pursue a job, and that's a great way to go about it. However, she kind of just goes for the first guy who shows any interest, and usually that only lasts for about a month or two, and some of these guys are not amazing. Um, and so she did this for a few months, kind of like going through guys until she met this one um, who I guess sort of has stuck around for a while, and I don't blame him. She's amazing. But the problem is he's not that amazing. And um, I know this doesn't exactly matter, but no one in our family likes him because he's kind of mean. He's kind of curmudgeonly. He doesn't have a great job. He doesn't treat her that well. He's not funny. He's not really well-spoken. He kind of just is not contributing a whole lot. And I ask her what she likes about him, and all she can tell me is that he treats her well, which is good, but it's not the full picture. And so she's really taking this into high gear, and they've been together for about eight months, and she's already talking about getting married soon, having babies. They just moved in, and I'm just kind of Wondering if she's in love with the idea of being in love more than this guy. And that's really worrying me because I just want the very, very best for her. Um, and, yeah, it's not just me who sees this. We all kind of do, but we don't want to say anything. So what would you do? Would you bring it up, which is really kind of a harsh thing to do? Or do you just sit back and hope love evolves and develops and this guy becomes amazing that's tough anyway I just wonder if you had advice for me all right thank you okay I think you can tell her once like you can say to her just once in like the nicest possible terms that like you just don't know if he treats your sister right and like keep her options open but I think anything more than that after that you're going to be like harping on it and it's going to be weird and that's going to just create problems for you and your sister because she's going to be trying to prove you wrong she doesn't want to be wrong you know 
The only thing that will really help this is time. I mean, it's like I think everyone goes through dating people who are beneath them because they don't really know their own worth and they haven't really figured themselves out. I mean, I wish when I was 21, I treated my asshole like it was Studio 54, but I didn't. I treated it like it was the Rainforest Cafe in downtown Houston. And, and like, that was my own cross to bear. And, like, I like, had to go through it. And now I'm proud to say that I'm sort of, I'm not Wait, Studio 54, but I'm not the Rainforest Cafe. You know what I mean? Where, I'm like, was, where was the Rainforest Cafe? In downtown Disney. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> Honey, anyone could come in. Oh, no. Honey, we always had room. You know what I mean? Yeah. Honey, oh, what's the weight? Nothing. Come on in. You know what I mean? So, uh, so now, <laughs> now my, like, uh, my, now my asshole's like Chivo. Like, sometimes I might be away, like, five minutes. But, like, <laughs> but I've good. waited, like, 15 minutes at Chivo. Yeah, before. me too. Yeah. yeah. So. And sometimes you will have to wait 15 minutes to get it to me. You know what I mean? Like, God. Okay. Yeah. But, I mean, the only thing that's really made my reservations <laughs> policy change over the year uh, is is just me liking myself more and being more comfortable with my own skin and just like knowing what I want knowing what I don't want and I think that you know yeah you should definitely I agree with Malls like you should say it once but like you know she's got a, it's something you gotta learn on your own yeah. it really is it's time yeah it's beyond your control in the end who she dates and who she falls in love with anyways so it might be just like a, your moment of like practicing a Zen acceptance and being like, okay, well, this is who she's going to choose. And like, I'll try my best to like see the best in this person. And, or if I can't do it, I'll keep my mouth shut about it. Here's a really good power move thing for bringing it up once, bring it up <laughs> casually because you will get to talk about it again, but she'll bring it up to you. Because if you bring it up casually once, like in conversation, like as if you were talking about anything else you would talk about, she's going to be like, oh, that's weird that she would bring it up casually. That must mean that she thinks it's like a known fact. So I feel like as she continues to learn, she'll continue to come to you because you acted low key and natural about it and you didn't like come to her all uptight. What do you mean like bring it up casually? Like be like, oh, that's weird that he like called you a bitch. Anyways, next time, manicure? no. <laughs> next time, <laughs> next time like, she what's could, the opening she, line? you see something. Be like, you know, it's so weird. It's so like he was acting so strange the other day. Don't you think? Like, or don't you think it gets like it's really fucked up when he does that? Or like, you know, oh, of course he was doing that the other day. Like, just list something specific that he does and have a nonchalant attitude about it. The way that you'd say like. Oh, like, of course Lara was living, laughing, and loving the other day. Yeah. You know? Oh, okay. I see what you mean. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Be cash. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because she has to learn it on her own time. So, like, you know, namaste and I'm going to let it go. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah. I mean, it's not But you're really a good sister. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not really her business. No. Though. I mean, but, like, I'm, I'm saying, like, you're a good sister. Your heart's in the right place. But, like... Take put yourself in your her shoes like seven years ago and like who you were dating, and I mean okay fine if you're like dating someone amazing like good for you I guess but you know you have to date you all, you just can't learn bozos. for people can't learn from your mistakes either yeah you know we yeah. all want our like siblings and people we love to be with like the most amazing people ever that we're obsessed with and like love spending time with but unfortunately a lot of the time that's just like not what happens that's real mm. I agree. Okay. At least you're concerned. Yeah, Very I mean, sweet. if he hits her or some shit, like, Ugh, you know, honey, that's, I mean, like, that's, like, yeah, on some date take line. It all, like, and, yeah, like, hello, like, obviously call a medic, you know. 
But yeah. okay. All right. So this is a segment we call gross sodas. It's where we drink gross sodas <laughs> and review them for our audience. They're not always gross though. Sometimes they're just strange. We kind of backed off the Lester's fixin train. We do have um well, we do a, tried all of them. Yeah, we've tried most of Lester well actually it's not we just have tried most of the ones they have at Bevmo. When I went to Santa Barbara, I went to this candy shop that had like 200 sodas. And it was out of control. All the different Lester's fixings they had. They make a lot of money that they can just keep producing weird sodas. You know, I don't know what Lester's deal is. I would love to have, I actually was thinking today, a dream for me on the mod would be to have Lester. Ryan is so unsoothed by this. He goes, can I blow up your spot a little bit? It's yeah. peanut butter and, and over, jelly. He's like, today. babe, if they try and make me do that weird soda thing, I'm not doing it. I saw your soda thing and I was unsoothed. Well, okay, we don't have any meat-flavored sodas. I think today. it's gonna be okay. Okay, we have peanut butter and jelly. It's like a little bit it's weird, yeah, but yeah, like, no, it's it's good. I can do it. Mm. Okay, we have Christmas mint. I'm a professional. Soda. I'm a professional. We have Christmas mint soda. We have something called Rocket Piss that uh, glows yeah. Han, in the dark. Where's, where's my agent? Did he? Uh, did, my, did my agent co-sign on this? Like, I don't my know. publicist. Did you talk to my agent? Aware, oh, see, yeah. I don't know. Did you? Yeah. Hello. I don't know. Did you? We have a candy cane soda. We have Kickapoo. I've never heard of it. Kickapoo is like good. It's just like it's lemon lime. So there it's, you go. I, they, they sell these at Tamarind Deli, which you should all go to. Okay. It's really it's on Tamarind Duh and Sunset. Oh, I love that Cute. place. Yeah. Really? Have you been? Yeah. Oh fun. Okay. All right, can you do a Kickapoo like, moment? Kickapoo is totally normal. Okay. Is it like seven up? <laughs> it is. Oh, oh, yeah. I went to, like, this international fair in um, middle school, and, like, we could buy sodas from around the world, and it tastes like a soda from a foreign country. It was an international Good. fair, Chrissy. Try to keep up. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't a fucking book fair. Try to keep up. Okay, kickapoo time. I, like, don't drink soda anymore, but... Um, it was, oh, yes, very tasty. I had two thumbs up. Tastes like ting, which is from Jamaica. If you've never been to Jamaica, lol. Um, <laughs> I've never been. It's fun. You should lol. go to, you should go to yeah, New York. Yeah, that was actually pretty good. No, it tastes like lemon lime. That was like moment. a cute summery soda. Yeah. Something to I'm drink. I'm actually kind of like, I kind of am like, okay, like, hi, you just bottled seven up and put kickapoo on it. You know what oh, I mean? yeah. It's a little bit like more syrupy than that, though. Yeah, it's very syrupy. All these things are syrupy. Do you think Rihanna grew up from, oh no, she is she from Jamaica? She's no, from Barbados. She's from Barbados. Barbados. Sorry, never mind. I wonder what soda they're Barbados. Same thing, right? <laughs> <laughs> and they're all like islands. They're all islands. <laughs> it's basically the same. Like the <laughs> um, okay, so Java. here's a mint soda, Christmas mint soda. It's got Santa on it. Where? Oh. She's uh, drinking it. Let her live. Not so much <laughs> like mint. Very, very sweet, though. Very, very sweet. <laughs> I just live for Ryan's whole vibe. This is disgusting. <laughs> this, this tastes like horrible. It tastes like horrible. Um, like mint. No mint. No mint for me. 
Like, who's literally like, give me another like- one, sir? <laughs> <laughs> who's like, I just can't get enough. Like, 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 I'm sorry. This just gave me like a scent memory from my childhood of like Ooh. a weird Uh-oh. medicine or Uh-oh. like a doctor's office. Uh-oh. Laura's going go down a dark road. <laughs> Laura's in the fetal position sobbing. No, She's I like, you like- know, you know what you did, dad. Stop it. Stop it. This reminds me of like a medicine that a doctor gave me once. Yeah, okay. okay. <laughs> so, do it without know what you will. Yeah. Christina's not Yeah, yeah trigger warning for sure. No mint for you. Not very minty. Okay. It's kind of a it has a root beer, but also a Pepto-Bismol taste. Yes. Ew, it's yes. so sick. I can't even. I'm going to choose it. Pepto-Bismol. Okay. Ugh. Our next one is Rocket Piss Butterscotch Soda, Bitter Butterscotch Soda that glows in the dark. So this glows in the dark. I don't want it to be bitter. I I think butterscotch would be like a yum yum, but yeah, like... <laughs> bitter. Anunka. Oh, that's not glowing. It does not glow. Does it glow? Liar. Is oh. it like when you pee? No, it's like when I'm like a kid. When I was a kid, oh God, and I had tonic. Uh, tonic water? Yeah, tonic water for the first time. That taste of just disappointment. But the butterscotch is nice. I would imagine it mixes really well with a vodka. I don't know. That's disgusting. <laughs> it's disgusting. I really thought that was going to be like a bre- like a walk in the park. I- that was the hardest one. Yeah. I hated that one. Did you hate that one? Hated it. Yeah. I don't endorse for you guys, right? Or you don't? No. Yeah, okay. <laughs> the only man I'd be in business with is Lester. Of Lester. <laughs> it's like, sense. here's the thing. It's kind of okay at first, and then it leaves you with a very chemically aftertaste. Yeah. It's yeah. like so Honey, I'm sure it's, we've like deleted like four years off our life after like four sips. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, that like, aftertaste hun, is like the, that's the we're gonna, bitter. We're going to grow like tails a, after this. You can't claim tails. that you're bitter <laughs> <laughs> we're wearing tails after this, aren't we? Oh my god! Like every girl, that's that... no chocolate bacon soda, <laughs> is it, Chrissy? <laughs> we drank. She fucking Chrissy, Chrissy took the chocolate bacon soda home. Ew, I like... Chrissy, that's so sick. You probably it was probably Chrissy, good. Oh, come I feel on. like if you are a woman and you drink a bottle of rocket piss soda, you get a yeast infection afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise! We all have chlamydia. <laughs> Like it's gonna piss when you, it's gonna burn when you no, piss. No, you get BV from the RP. <laughs> okay, this is peanut butter and jelly soda. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! This is so horrific. I literally have never. Okay, Namaste. Ryan, oh. you get very descriptive. Oh, it tastes, like, pe- it tastes yeah. like peanut butter and jelly. The peanut the peanut butter is very light, and I can even taste bread notes. No <laughs> one's gonna be peanut butter and jealousy after drinking this peanut butter and jelly soda. Okay, <laughs> it is disgusting. <laughs> that is actually disgusting. <laughs> no. That probably is like one of the most disgusting. That's disgusting. Um. Oh my god. <laughs> that actually like. A liquid that tastes like food is what really throws me off. And it, the peanut butter taste is like the peanut butter taste in like 
like a like a snack, like yeah. a peanut butter filled pretzel. No, it's, where it's not, not a exactly crunchy peanut. peanut. No, no, it's like I can't do like a food as a liquid moment. No, I it's agree. Like a little with you. too sci-fi. Like a lasagna soda. Oh. Like old savory. Oh, I love lasagna. That was like... Oh, honey, <laughs> as if you would drink a lasagna soda and not no. be like, this is disgusting. I would never drink lasagna, but I would eat a lasagna. Yeah. Mm. Never mind, I wouldn't even do that. JK. Yeah, <laughs> not anymore. No. no. Not after this summer. All right, our last one is... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I need to bring our personal lives I know who you are now. Stop. Anyway. <laughs> You're so skinny, though. It's crazy. Oh I know he I'm is. Okay, so this is Candy Cane Train Soda. It's from www.holidaysoda.com, which is a site that I am hitting the fuck up. Uh, honey, that's about to be like repossessed by daddy.com. I know. Or daddy go, or whatever the fuck it's called. Go daddy. Daddy go. <laughs> daddy go. <laughs> daddy go is like a porn that they show at the Eagle. <laughs> oh my God. Sorry. <laughs> Sometimes my wires get crossed. <laughs> I'm like, gay, gay, real life, gay. Uh, this this <laughs> has all the mint that I was lacking in the other mint soda. Uh, all the mint that you'd miss in a soda. <laughs> I feel like Ryan is close to throwing up. <laughs> really chic. Oh, ew. Oh, my God. Are you kidding me with this one? No, it's disgusting. I'm sorry. It's disgusting. These are all disgusting. Is there anyone that's not disgusting? This is called gross sodas, Ryan. All the sodas are gross. What a fun, delightful game we're playing. <laughs> it's a fun game. Yeah, what a fun for everybody. Love taking them. Give me a break. This seems like something that Bill Cosby would make you. <laughs> oh, oh, that's real. That's topical. Real. It's gonna be trending. Topical. Yeah, topical. Honey, I'm Someone's up on current events. <laughs> Ow! Ow! Someone reads the newspaper. Oh. Trigger warning. I'm afraid of newspapers. It should be called that. Www.nunca.com. That leaves like a fun, flirty film in your mouth. Yeah. I feel like it went to the dentist. <laughs> for you to just like, ling it lingers and then you're like, hmm, I drank that awful soda. What will you guys be drinking this Christmas? Red wine. Yeah. Oh, and hot toddies. And like maybe like, tequila. Maybe gin. Mm. I go for like a gin martini, red wine. I'm also not afraid to like incorporate like a boozy eggnog. I'm not above that. We have a coquito. <laughs> Do you have it now? Yeah. Christina makes you don't it. Say we'll put Laura. Our, our recipe up. Laura's open minded. <laughs> what? What? I feel like people like look down on eggnog. We live in LA and that's not like a very dairy nog. friendly. Laura's very open minded when it comes to alcohol entering her body. <laughs> <laughs> She'll do anything like to get. She'll do anything to get the holiday like, spirit. I'm trisexual. I'll try anything. <laughs> Except I don't drink vodka. No, we don't do that at our house. No. Actually, actually, you know what? I, I saw. Wait, life. I saw vodka at our house yesterday, and I was like, someone brought that over. And that left is, so we need to burn it. I can't. I can't have then, that in my room. That's something I serve to others. <laughs> I do not partake of. Oh God, I was so shocked. Who do you think? It's brought nice that? to have an eclectic bar. Who do you think brought that? Marissa. Marissa, who? Lyndon. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'll take that out. No, no, I, I didn't know who that was. In the, okay, never mind. No, she brought it when we watched Housewives. Yeah. 
And we made, uh, oh, I did drink vodka that night. You did? <laughs> <laughs> wow, Laura, bendy, bendy. We made Moscow mules, which Jesus. is like the only situation oh, I know. I'll drink vodka. I'll fuck oh, with vodka yeah. in that situation, yeah. I will. Yeah. Yeah. See, the Moscow mules are too filling. They're delicious, They're if filling. done right. And we've got the official cocktail of Please Advise. It's Coquito. That's what your parents make, right, Christina? Your dad makes it? Uh, yeah. So Coquito, oh, I'm saying it wrong. Coquito is uh, like Puerto Rican eggnog. It's basically like um, eggnog and this cream of coconut and cinnamon and a shit ton of rum. It's so good. And I made a YouTube video a couple of years ago of my parents making it. Mm-hmm. We got to put that on Please Advise. <laughs> yeah, so it's going to be in the show notes. Just look out for it, and um, I'll put the video up on our Tumblr page, so Please. so you guys can enjoy a little. Yeah, if we can do Christmas. a little clip on Instagram, that'd be cool too. <laughs> yeah, I'd love that. All right, thanks, Christina. Let's go back to the calls. Hey, malls and guests, and I guess listeners too. If this gets chosen. Um, so my question is something that I would normally consider to be pretty silly, but it's actually been eating at me for a while. And um, it's regarding people who use, like, their Twitter accounts and other social media diaries or, like, burn books from movie Mean Girls to just kind of be rude and mean. Um, I've gotten into some pretty silly arguments with, like, friends. There's quotations around that word. But anyways, we would argue over phone or text or what have you. But then I would see them tweet really vague and bitchy comments that were obviously about me. Um, it's ridiculous, but, like, it really bugs the shit out of me, and I've taken, like, the obvious steps to remove these people from my life because that negativity is just something I want the fuck out. But I've gone back to their accounts a few times out of curiosity and then immediately regretted it because they're incessant, and it's just frustrating and stupid and totally not worth my time, but I don't know. What should I do? Do I continue to ignore them even though they never stop and they just get more and more rude? Or, I don't know, should I call them out on their pettiness and immaturity with dealing with these conflicts in their lives? I'm not really in my place, but it's just so fucking annoying. Anyway, thanks, guys. Please advise. Whenever I think someone's subtweeting me, I literally just am like, no, it couldn't be. And then I just convinced myself it couldn't be that that this – I'm who they're talking about. You subtweeted before, though. No, I do, but I'm good at deflecting. Oh, all tweets are subtweets, technically. I mean, like, sing about it, but um, not to blow your mind. (laughs) 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 um, Yeah, like, I usually am just like, no, that's not about me. I could see how they're probably saying that about so-and-so, and and I'll totally deflect it onto someone else and then just, like, move on about my day. I feel bad for this girl because A, she seems young, and B, she probably is dealing with like some high school bully, bullies, bullies, bullies. <laughs> those uh, bullies. Bully, those bullies over there. Yeah. Um, and you know, as someone who has um gotten a lot of hate on the internet, and you're every, so good at this at like just ignoring. Why well, ignore? I, I I don't. Look you have at to it. ignore it. I don't. I I remember when I first started writing for the internet, I got a lot of horrible comments, and I remember going to dinner with my boss, being like. I don't know how I can do this and and have these people say these awful things to me. I don't understand it. Because before writing for the internet, I never Well, you should kill yourself. But... <laughs> I never commented on anything. I didn't understand like the need to be mean to someone in a public sphere like the internet. I didn't understand that. 
And then so when it started happening to me at that catalog, I was just like very unclear on these people. And then I just got over it because I just realized that people are really angry and Twitter and any kind of, you know, social media is like an easy outlet to vent your frustrations. And you can't engage and you can't look at it. You really can't engage. Like, honey, I know it's like Temptation Island. Like, you want to, like, be like, fuck you, blah, blah, blah. But honestly, that's just, like, feeding the trolls. And you need to, like, starve the trolls. You need to, like, put them on a starvation diet. Yeah. And eventually, like, they will literally die from, like, not having drama. Like, because you can't – drama feeds off of drama. If you – you know what I mean? Drama can't exist on its own. It's, like, not strong enough. So if you ignore them, that's going to, like, piss them off and then whatever. That's that's my – ignore. Yeah, you have to just, like, Taylor Swift shake it off. And just, like, oh, not yeah. give it the time of day well. anymore. Yeah. Like, you can't – exactly what Ryan said. You, It's so tempting to look and, like, go down the rabbit hole that you just can't do it. You have to, like, put yourself first in that situation and just know that it's going to upset you and make you feel bad about yourself. And so then just don't do it and don't talk yeah. to those people anymore. And if you have to, like, block them on Twitter, then block, block them. Honey, block. I Honey, block. Blo- I love, block like, blocking you, and unfollow. Yep. And, like, I de- I'll, i like, delete comments. If I'm in control and, like, it's someone that's commenting on, like, something I've posted and that I doesn't soothe me, deleted. No. I don't give a By fuck. the way, one my great life, thing rules. about being an adult is you can put parental filters on yourself. You know what I mean? Just, like, literally type in their Twitter, like, page into a page, like, something that will block you from checking their thing because that was something that she said she she oh. keeps going back to it oh, oh yeah i know that so if you just like block a page so that you can't look at it it's very helpful like you do that for like breakups or whatever too yeah mm-hmm. honestly the best thing with that type of negative energy is out of sight out of mind and do whatever it takes to like get it out of your personal like sphere. And sometimes I'll just like straight up delete my social media apps for like two weeks, and I and I don't know why it helps. Like I'm like, oh okay, I'm like not. I have to actually make an effort to log into this thing, so like I'm not thinking about what's going on there. Yeah, that's a good that's a good advice. Just know that they're like these people are banking on you to respond, and if you don't respond, they have nothing to work off of at all. All they can bank on is that you're going to respond. Yeah. But if you don't give them anything back, they can't survive. And eventually if they realize that, yeah, they realize that you're not, it's not affecting you and you don't care, they'll find someone else to like traumatize and move on to. And then eventually someday you'll grow up and get a little older and then this stuff will all be like, you'll laugh at it later. Or laugh at it while it's... Being 12 is hard, but it's going to get better. She's like, I'm 36. (laughs) (laughs) If you're 36, then that's... uh, (laughs) That's another piece of advice. That's another Um, piece of advice. Therapy. Yeah. (laughs) Hey, mom and guests. This is Autumn. Um, first of all, I just wanted to say thank you for answering uh, the question the girl had with her roommate, where, you know, her roommate, like, hadn't dated or whatever, and she was like, what am I supposed to do? How can I make this girl feel better or whatnot? Um, it was advice that I really needed to hear personally. Um, I'm kind of in the roommate situation where I'm in my 20s, haven't dated, was feeling super sorry and blah for myself. And while your advice wasn't, like, what I wanted to hear, it was definitely what I needed to hear to give me, like, that kick in the ass I needed to kind of, like, get out of my funk and, like, start working on just, like, not being that kind of obnoxious person anymore. So, um, getting to my question, I immediately, like, signed up 
on for an online dating site. Saw some cute guys, uploaded some not horrible selfies, blah, blah, blah. So this is my question, and it might be kind of a stupid question, but it's something that, like, I don't know, it's been weighing on my mind for a little bit. Um, I am a black girl, and I've, I don't know, most guys I find attractive happen to be white. It's not like I don't like black guys, but, like, I tend to, I live in a white neighborhood. I've always lived in a white neighborhood, or mostly white, I should say, blah. But I don't know. That's just how I am. So my question is, what would you say most people feel, like, how do you think, like, the, the general consensus is on, like, interracial dating at this point in time. Like, I don't know. It's always something that I've wondered about because you hear, like, even, like, black men will say, like, on their profiles, like, oh, I don't want, like, black ladies. I just want, like, a hot little, like, skinny Asian or whatever, like, a blonde white girl who will, like, listen to me or whatnot. So I'm just like, okay, that's fantastic. Doesn't make me feel great. So, like, if I were to just, like, message some guy out of the blue, like, am I setting my setup, myself up for failure in that regard? Like, should I just wait for, like, some guy to approach me, but I don't want to do that? Like, I want to be proactive. I don't know. What do you think? Would it be really awkward for me to start just, like, messaging, like, a guy I'm attracted to who just happens to be white or whatnot? And I don't know if I mentioned this, but I live in a liberal city, like, in the South. So, like, we're liberal, but we're still in the South, so... Uh, yeah, thank you. Please advise. Um, girl, well, you know, we're all sitting here kind of like having a chuckle just because we're like, you know, no, I mean, who cares what we think? Obviously you do. But um, like we're we have very much the privilege of living in a world where like asking what we feel about interracial dating is like kind of an LOL. Like we were like, yeah, like it's. Obviously, it's not, like, 1991. Like, I'm not, like, shocked that, like, the next-door neighbor brings home a black girlfriend from college. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Obviously. You're like, what? There goes the neighborhood. <laughs> 1991. 1991 <laughs> threw me. It's like, is that what it was like? Okay, like, I don't know. Right? Like, okay, so we have Ben's EP. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, no, my point, my point here is, though, like, yeah, like, that's what porn is. Like... Like, wait, uh, no, that's why they have all different categories for porn because people like different things. Oh, okay. And so it's normal to be attracted to like a certain type of person. And if you happen to be attracted to like white guys, then like, yeah, that's cool. I'm not really attracted to white guys, and yet those are the only people that are attracted to me. There's a lot of guys that like to spank it to black girls, you know, like porn wise. I'm saying it's a popular category from what I know about porn. <laughs> 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 well, <laughs> you telling her to become a camp girl? No, I'm telling her that, <laughs> that like obviously porn. white guys like dating black girls too. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Triple X Tina. I'm just applying some logic. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so one of the reasons why I included this on the pod is because I actually related to it a lot. Um, uh, the brow beating that you gave in the last podcast for the girl whose roommate like needed to get out there, like that was me a couple of years ago. Like I wasn't online trying to online date, but um, that's the way people are meeting each other now. And I like to, you know, I like men of I like men of all races, but you know, I like a little vanilla every once in a while. Um, 
<laughs> and as the only person of color here, I think <laughs> oh my god, I think I can speak to this a little bit more truthfully than you guys. I'm I'm not gonna sugarcoat it at all. Um, you have an uphill battle ahead of you. Just traditionally speaking, like OKCupid okay, did a study a couple of years ago, or it actually the data just came out this year about how people uh, view race in, in online dating and. Uh, basically, it just said that black women and Asian men have it the hardest. Um, black women send out the most replies, but get the fewest responses. Mm -hmm. So you do have an uphill battle, but again, like you're going to find someone that will love you. I think she has a great personality. You have a really great personality. If you keep that positive attitude, the universe will reward you for that. I sincerely believe that. And there's a pot for every lid. Like, mm -hmm. Susan Boyle has a boyfriend. You're gonna find someone. Fuck yeah. <laughs> and also, just, like, putting yourself out there and, like, not feeling defeated is major. Yeah. yeah. Susan Boyle's really talented, but, yeah. And, and having... <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, okay. Also, I wanted to do, like, a Susan Honey, Boyle she also looks like a, like, she also looks like, like a garden gnome. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> she has never had a boyfriend. She's probably a bird. Honey, she's, like, the Lucky Charms person <laughs> so, on the like, cereal box. Alan aside, she's like, a like she's about a leprechaun. her dateability factor. Susan Boyle is a leprechaun, and if she's getting fucked, we're all getting fucked. <laughs> also, I just have to say that I feel like you're overthinking it a little bit. Yes. Like, absolutely. Not that you shouldn't. Not that you shouldn't be just like asking yourself questions and checking in, but also it's like don't overanalyze. Like, you like what you like. Like, we all like what we like. I like sexy people. I think we're all victims of thinking that people are thinking these things about us sexually or whatever, or like judging us in this way. And in JK, they're not. I think a lot of it is like things, I don't know, it's our insecurities and like low key, nobody cares about half the things that, they, that we think they care about. Yeah. It's true though. It really is. Yeah. And you're going to find some, something, there's something that you like, some band that you like. You're going to find a common denominator that'll attract you to anyone. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. true. Just yeah, get out there. I think you should yeah. just be like, guys love that man. When you're just like, hey, like you should totally like be tindering, yeah, and like doing all that stuff and just being like, hey <laughs> yeah. man, you want to meet up? Yeah, I, I, I know. It's just like I'm also. <laughs> I'm also like very traditional in the sense I that like to Tinder I was thinking half of your logic. You were like, guys love it when you're like, hey, <laughs> like, well, when, I think when it's like confused. no. I think I get what Molly is saying. It's like, yeah. oh, you, it's okay to make the first move. It's okay to like, yes. send that Just, first like, message. Just like start hollering totally. it like yeah. a shit ton of white boys. The thing is, <laughs> here's what I, something I read was that it was like everyone's shy about making the first move online and especially in like online dating. And if you're, like, lusting after a guy and you don't make a move, it's, like, by not making the first move, you're Xing out all the potential people that you are actually truly very attracted to. And then you're just waiting for guys to see who you're attracted mm -hmm. to to message you. So you need to be the one that's, like, oh, my God, this guy is so sexy. Like, I'm just going to, like, message him and say what's up. And then you've, like been proactive about like your attraction and like following through with that. yeah because they might be surprised they're like hey this yeah. guy likes me yeah mm -hmm. and also just understand like the worst thing that can absolutely happen if you do put yourself out there is that they don't respond that's the absolute worst thing that's going to happen to you yeah and that's not even that bad no. so look on the bright side Mm -hmm. Yeah, girl. Keep God me up bless. <laughs> and all the cute black boys you find, send them to Chrissy the friend turn because she just <laughs> fucking loves them. <laughs> 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 
craves them. She's like straight up frothing at the mouth right uh, now. She's like literally jerking off underneath the table right now. You're like, anyways. She's like, anyways, next call. She's like, you know that's a trigger for me. Um, all right. Thanks so much for calling. Please advise you guys and being on our fabulous Christmas special. Everyone who called in, we love you. Uh, 323-450-7408. That's where you call to leave us your updates, your new questions, etc. Thank you so much, Laura and Ryan, for being on the podcast today. Wait, can I ask a final question? Yeah. What do you guys want for Christmas? Um, what do I want for Christmas? World peace. So lemon eye cream. Yeah, like something really nice. Mm. <laughs> very expensive. What about you? I want like inner peace. Mm. Oh, that's a good one. Maybe you need Truly. to go on a hike. I need really? to go. I'm gonna go on a hike across the Pacific Ridge or whatever the fuck <laughs> Reese did. <laughs> the Pacific Rim. <laughs> I want a rim job for Christmas. <laughs> Honey, asking you shall receive. <laughs> This was a big year of analingus. We'll talk about that on the on the recap mm. on the 2000 best of 2014 episode. But tune this in was next a, week. Guys. A big big year for getting your ass eaten. Mm. So that'd be um, nice. What do you want, hon? <laughs> I want <laughs> I want someone to fuck me hard in the ass. Number one. <laughs> Love that. Okay. Keep it real. Keep going and then I have something to add. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, keep going and then bend over and I'll fuck you in the <laughs> I'm like, oh, really? That costs no money. I'm getting that for <laughs> Number two. Like, you already have the strap on? <laughs> I don't. Oh, fuck. Oh, no. It does cost money. It does. And the loot. I won't give it for you. Just uh, you're going to you're gonna just finger me. Can uh, I give you number a two, just finger my asshole. Um, number two, um, it's the same thing sometimes. <laughs> two sisters. Just fucking you. Two sisters just fucking each other in the ass. Okay. Um, so, and then Only I want, if you rim me afterwards. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yes, I will. Oh, my God. I, Ed and I would be, like, vomiting into little, like, trash cans next to us if one of these things were set in between us. Like, oh, it's so funny. I would, I would kill myself if Ed said he would rim me. Anyways, besides wanting to get fucked in the ass. Sorry that everyone's a prude here. I know. God. Anyways. um, Number two, I want like, I want like a, you know, mysterious gift donor to my Bank of America account. And then number three, I want, um, I want a doctor who won't like be suspicious when I ask for Xanax. (laughs) Yeah, that's good. I like that. Like, yeah, I have to keep on saying it's for airplanes, but that airplane is called living. I know. You're like, I'm taking six six flights this month. I'm like, oh yeah, I have a really hard time on airplanes, aka life. (laughs) I'm like, airplanes, life, living. We all just got really honest here, which I appreciate. And it reminds me of this one time where I went to like this meeting for a type of (laughs) meditation (laughs) called OM, like OMing. And it's like where you... Med- it's like some newly invented kind of like renaissance meditation technique where you have like a male partner and you take your pants off and then they like... T- rub your clit for oh, 15 orgasmic minutes. Meditation. Yeah. Oh. And so I went to like just like a meet and greet, like <laughs> FYI <laughs> stuff. Because <laughs> I was like, hmm, sounds interesting. Laura anyway. loves going in. Laura loves doing it. And, so we <laughs> and we all sat around in a circle. I went with a girlfriend of mine. 
And we were the only, I think everyone there was like a, like a person in the own community. Disgusting. And then it was yeah. the two of us who were the newbies. And we had to sit around in a circle with the group leader. And she was like, what do your genitals want? <laughs> go. And then we'd have to go around the room and like say, and people were like, they want to get fucked hard <laughs> by a big cock. And then like the next person, and they would just go around and tell them. And they got to me and I was like, love. And then got to my girlfriend, she was like, love. But like, this was like a way more honest version of that. Yeah. <laughs> Did we all just own each other? No. No. That's something I probably won't do. I'm s- yeah, no. After that vibe, is like a kind of a creepy vibe. Yeah, Ryan, you're kind of like, there's three, there's like four vaginas here. Like, that's not really. You just own us all. That's not a Christmas one. present to me, huh? No. No. Well, so they for say for men, for it is a Christmas turn to present. Kind of. What? <laughs> they say men love it. Vaginas? Yeah. I've heard. Men love to own. <laughs> yeah. I'm they sure just they stare do. at like a puss for like. <laughs> That's every man's dream, just to stare at a puss. Uh, I'm not going to be owning anytime soon. You know what I mean? Yeah. I know what you mean, hun. I do. <laughs> <laughs> you get me. Yeah. <laughs> You guys, Merry Christmas. Send us your emails. <laughs> Merry please. Christmas, you filthy animals. Askpleaseadvise at gmail.com for your emails. Follow us on Twitter. Please underscore advise. We're on SoundCloud and iTunes. SoundCloud.com slash pleaseadvise. Please subscribe to us there. Instagram at pleaseadvise. You guys know how to use the internet. Go find us. Rate us. Give us reviews. Tell your friends. We love you all. And just real quickly, I need to let you know that I am beyond disappointed in the Pretty Little Liars Christmas special this year. It really broke my fucking heart. Here she goes. It broke my heart. Well, no. I'll just put it like this. I'll just say that, like, you know, it sucks when Breaking Bad was like this, too, I think, where they broke the seasons up into two parts. And that's been really hard for me because I'm, like, following week to week here. Granted, we get more episodes because of this, but it just, it can be a little bit, like, hard sometimes to go like chunks of the year without seeing your favorite show okay then they bring you back these like little christmas specials this uh, all the other years they did on halloween it's a much better suited holiday for the show but usually with the halloween show they don't get supernatural or like do any weird shit like like there will be like the meet them meet thematic <laughs> moments <laughs> there'll be thematic moments like the halloween is party is a theme certain year like they were on the train that one time but that's that's a perfect set that's a set what you guys did for the holiday thing this year with like the ghost of christmas patch the scrooge thing was not for mama because no, was, no. it it really like it turned into like i'm like am i watching a, the fucking muppet show yeah. Like the makeups, the ways where Cece comes back, she's being escorted by yeah, pretty little the, letters. Like you don't need to redo a Christmas Carol. Like a diva, a diva's Christmas Carol exists. Yeah, it's perfect. Oh, yeah. We don't need you to one. do that one. Okay, no, that's nothing original. We've all seen it. I watched the show too. You guys get over it. Okay, but it's just it's hard because you know you want to. It really brought me. I I know it's a show. I know it's not reality, but it like made me realize how many of the things on the show were fucking absurd last night when I was like, oh, so I have to take this as a real clue and like going forward in my PLLness and like keeping track of this big mystery that I've been following for all these years. Like now I have to include like supernatural ghosts and like the clues that they've given me in this real world that people are getting murdered and like 
actual Spencer's out on bail for murder. That makes no sense. And she's breaking into someone's house. Yeah, she's breaking into someone's house while out on bail for murder. So, and also, by the way, if you steal evidence from someone's house, the police aren't going to exonerate you because you, like, have taken, like, you've tampered with, like... Evidence. It's yeah. like the chain of custody can't be proven. So. Yeah, you can't be like, oh, this is a letter from... I mean, it's a letter. Like, whatever. Anyway, so I'm really disappointed um, in that I, I don't really have a lot of television events lined up for myself um, <laughs> in, in the near future. Real Housewives of New Jersey is over, and, you know, I don't have cable, so I kind of just... <laughs> I mean, Vanderpump rules, but that's the terror of something like that being at the halfway point is that, you know, I'm only going to get, what, six more episodes and then I'm, I'm out of Vanderpump. No, Vanderpump goes no, for a long, long time. Season. It goes yeah, long. It never ends, actually. It's okay. a long season Zero. this season. Honey. Um, honey. Honey. All right, you guys. Girl thanks annoying. for listening. Uh, come back next week. We're doing a best of sort of Christmas, New Year's thing. All right. Happy holidays. Don't sound too excited. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Love you.